And welcome back. This is episode two. I'm Jeff. And I'm Alex. And today we're going to be talking about language barrier and the complications that can come with moving to a new country and learning a new language. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, Jeff. I'm, um, I'm pretty excited to get started again. And so our whiskey tonight is another scotch that I got about an hour ago. From Netto, which is a discount supermarket in Berlin. I'm a little uh, hesitant on this one, but it actually looks like a nice bottle. It does. It's sealed with a cork. I am a little impressed. Yeah, and I mean, for those of you who live in the States, um, you've been to Aldi. There's Aldi in the States. And Netto is kind of like an Aldi, because also Aldi here, obviously, it's German. Uh, So what it is, it's called Grangestone. Grangestone. Granger, Grangestone. You just gave it the most like German. I know. I don't know why I did that. But it's a it's a Scotch. Should I do it in Scottish? Yeah. It's called Grangestone. There That's we go. terrible. Um, it's aged to perfection according to the bottle. How long? And how long has it been aged, Alex? It's. Uh, it doesn't say. Hmm. It actually doesn't. Doesn't say. When a bottle of whiskey does not say how long it's been aged, uh, you know. Yeah, it actually doesn't say. But uh, it's a Highland single malt Scotch whiskey. Hey, I, well, actually, I am. Uh, I'm excited. A little interested. To it see was only happens. 11 euros. It was on sale. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's try some of this. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Ooh. Oh, that's that's hefty pour. Hmm. All right. Then, cheers. Cheers. Let's get started. Let's see what happens. It's not bad. Hmm. It's mild, but it's not bad. It's okay. A little bit of a burn going down, but yeah. it goes away uh, quickly. Yeah. Um, hmm. it's, it's it's not... No, it's not great, but no. considering... How, how much was this? It's 11 euros. 11 euros yeah. and from a discount supermarket. This is actually uh, okay. Well, they had two options today. They had one on the shelf that was 7 euros. And I said, I don't want to put us through that one. Right. So I got this one on sale for 11, which I'm assuming might have been like 16 or not more, hopefully. Oh, wow. But then I'm wondering why it was on sale. Right. Nobody's buying it. Yeah. But you know what? It's it's not the, it's not the worst. I, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Well, let, let's when see. When you said it was from Neto, um, yeah, I was expecting bad things, but yeah, I'm fine. So let's uh, let's take another sip and let's uh Yeah, let's, let's get started. On. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so today you said we're talking about uh, the language barrier, kind of yeah. learning the language problems with uh, not knowing German, being in Germany, not knowing German, or, or just traveling around Europe in general, not, yeah, not, I, not knowing uh, the language. I guess we can start. Well, we can start. With, let's, let's let's start with German. That's okay. where we are. Sure. That's where we moved to, and um, and this will be uh, uh, in be mostly focused on our experiences in Berlin. Now, of course, yes. Whether or not you know German in other German cities uh, changes the experience because Berlin is a really uh, multicultural city and Mm -hmm. they are much more flexible about speaking English and not being fluent in German than they are in, say, Bavaria or somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I saw this commercial for a, um, it was an English-speaking newspaper Mm. and it was a German guy, you know, really rough-looking, bald, big German guy with tattoos and he's yelling at someone on the um, subway, you don't speak English? Kind of making fun of the whole German culture of there being so much English around. Mm. And um, 
German, it's, it's a joke. People say German's kind of second language, even though it's, it's really not. Once you really get into the culture, you really can't get by only speaking English. But no, you yeah. can get by, at least in my experience, you can get by really far only speaking in English. Berlin, Berlin, living day to day, ordering stuff, yep. taking care of normal, normal things. Absolutely no problem. Just just English. Now, people won't necessarily respect you or like you, but you can get you yeah. can get by. I mean, I met people who lived in Germany for or lived in Berlin for over five, seven years who speak very, very little German. Oh, I, I met somebody uh, at a dinner party of uh, this woman I work with who had lived in Berlin for 20 years. 20. And she basically could order some fast food. That was about it. Really? Yeah. But I, I, I find that I don't know. I find it a kind of a shame. I know, and and people always use the excuse like, oh well, in Berlin you don't you don't need German. You don't. And technically, you don't, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try because your experience will change. So, like maybe you've experienced this before when you were first here, the first couple of years. Say you're at a party or something, and you introduce yourself to somebody who's German, and you're yeah. ta- you're talking in English. Uh, they ask, well, well, how long have you been in Berlin? Mm-hmm. And then you say mm-hmm. two years, and they give you this this just. Just this, I, I can't even describe this. It's, it's just this, this look yeah. of total, I have no respect for you. You've been here two years and you're still talking to me in English. Like we, we've all had that look where we feel ashamed of ourselves. And then we well, just. Yeah. I mean, like we talked about in our previous episode, um, you know, when I first moved here, I had a lot of friends in the expat bubble, so sure. to speak, you know? Yeah. And so went to parties, speaking English every time. Mm. But then it gets to a point where at a party, you meet some Germans, whatever. You're having a conversation in English. And then one of their buddies comes over, right? And they start speaking German together. And you're kind of standing there, not understanding what's happening and trying to laugh along with the jokes, even though you have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when I real when I realize, like, oh, I have to learn. I have to learn this right. language. It's up to you. If you want to be in the loop and not be standing in the corner by yourself, it's up to you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, the when when you first start learning it, you have these moments of, I understood a few words. Everyone's laughing. I'm going to laugh along to pretend that I understand what's happening. And then you go home at night and you realize I had no idea what happened at that party. I think those people were nice. They were friendly right. to me. But I'm not really sure what was happening. Or even worse. And that sucks. <laughs> even worse after the joke, one of the Germans actually asks you, oh, oh, you, you understood that? And then they, then they actually ask you, oh, oh yeah. what, 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 were, what were we talking about? And a then clarifying they, question or something? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they catch you and you're like, oh, actually, no, I just no. kind of, no, never mind. Not yeah. a word. No, but I, the, the first few, first maybe year or two I lived here, actually I got to the point where if I was invited to a party in which I knew it was going to be 90% Germans, mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I, just, I don't know, kind of a shame to say it, but I didn't go because I knew it was going to be 20 people who speak fluent in German and then me and I knew eventually after about 10, 20 minutes, I was going to be in the corner by myself with nobody to talk to because, because, you know, people will be polite and they'll speak English with you for a few minutes, you know? Yeah. But, uh, eventually of course, then as it should, it it goes back to German, you know, because you're all German. And then there's that awkward moment where you're just standing there by yourself and you're Mm -hmm. like, "Mm, drinking your beer, right. Feeling awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a few times, especially the first year or two I lived here where, that maybe you did too, or, uh, yeah, you just re- you really feel, just yeah, just apart from everyone, and I think that's yeah. what drives a lot of people to leave uh, Germany. You know, like that, even though it's their fault. Yeah, it's still that that alienation, that feeling alien. Uh, it drives you to want to 
go back home where it's more everything's easy and it's com- easy. comfortable. It's yeah, exactly. Because you know, not just the cultural differences that there's that language barrier, and that's just you know one more obstacle to overcome when you are trying to experience a city and to meet people and to get part of the to get to get into that to that bubble to the bubble that is this. Where awesome you, city. Where, yeah, where you feel included, you know. Yeah, exactly. And you not feel like you're standing in the corner anymore. Yeah, yeah and I, I think it's really important to learn language. I mean, I've been here for I've been here for six years, and I'm still struggling. I mean, German is it's, it's intimidating. You know, I actually just took last week my B two German tests. Oh, yeah, for the fourth time. And how did it go this time? I, I mean, every time I take it, I always think it goes well, but I screw something up. I need it for my work. Otherwise, I wouldn't want to get it. But because I can speak German, I go, I go around speaking German all the time. I speak German with my girlfriend's family, with my German friends. But for some reason, I just cannot pass that stupid test. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think you're good at like chatting in German. Yeah. But when it comes to actually like the technical parts of it, you know, having to write down it's the grammar, the grammar, yeah. and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that that's where I I fuck up also. Oh, yeah. I mean, ger- so in English, you have you know for the there's the. And in German, it's der, die, or das. So there's three versions. But then those three versions change, what, four times? Right. There's the, there's the feminine, masculine, neutral neutral article. Right. But the funny thing is, um, it doesn't always uh, have logic behind it. Because like yeah. the, the, word, the word for girl, it's not a feminine article. It's True. a neutral article. It's das. Right. But so, then, for example, if you're speaking in different tenses, the der can become a dein or dame. You know, and it changes again. Yeah. So really there's, for each word, there's about 10 different versions of the that you have to memorize. So, yeah. it, which, which, which it adds a, a lot just to the, to the, the cogs that are turning in your head, just to mm-hmm. say simple sentences. And what I've actually, which I know is not right, but what I found just to get through sentences faster, I just, I'll give like almost everything dare or everything das, because I found that. Germans will forgive it. You yeah, know? If you're speaking, it doesn't matter. If they, understand, if they understand everything else, they don't necessarily care that you use the wrong... Of course not. I mean, they probably they probably do, but I'd rather get the full sentence out with, with, a, with a wrong das or yeah. wrong dare than be sitting there for five minutes. Because eventually, of course, if you're talking to a German... They cut in in about ten seconds. Once they see they're struggling, they get really they get over it very quickly, and they cut in and they just switch to English. Switch English. Yeah. But I got to tell you, speaking of cutting in, like what I love about what I really enjoy about German is that I remember I was at um, it was a party, and it was like not a party because it's a small gathering about six seven of my girlfriend's friends now my friends, and um, everyone's sitting in a circle just chatting right. And I noticed when people are talking, one speaking. And everyone's listening. And then mm. when they were done, the next person's speaking and everyone's listening. Uh-huh. And I realized that I feel like in more English speaking countries, we interrupt more. That's just, I think that's how we yeah, do it. Yeah, and talk over each other, probably how, how we're doing now we're doing in the right podcast. Now. Exactly. Yeah. But in German, you really can't do that because a lot of times the verb comes at the end of the sentence. So if you don't listen to someone all the way through their sentence, you won't necessarily know what they're talking about. Right. I mean, in, in English, you would say, um, I would like to buy. A couch tomorrow, but in German it would be I would like to a couch tomorrow buy. buy. So so you literally have to you have to wait to the very end of the sentence to mm-hmm. to truly know what the person's talking about. Whereas in English, in the very beginning, okay, he wants to buy something, right? Whatever. Exactly. But in German, it's like wait, he, what, what does he want to do with a couch tomorrow? You know Sleep on I mean? a couch? Yeah. You could jump on a couch? Right. There's so many Cut things. Up a couch. Could, yeah. There's so many things you could do on a couch. Right. And you won't know until that sentence is finished. Yeah. And I find it really cool. I don't know. I really enjoy that also, part. Of so you, you think people really have to 
listen and pay more attention yeah. because of that. I, I mean, it could just be a cultural thing where they just don't interrupt very often, which is also lovely. Right. But I think it, I, if it is a cultural thing, I think it stems from the structure of the actual language. I think it could be. Am I am I really smart right now? Uh, you, you, well, you're you're really something right now. I, I feel smart right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you you said before you learned German when you were in Austria. Right. So uh, w- when I first learned German, it was I've gone to Austria just for fun. Just, you know, I'd always wanted to live in Europe for a few months. Just try. And I, for some reason, I'd always wanted to learn German, but not necessarily get fluent. You know, just just try it for a few months just sure. to say you tried it kind of a thing. So when I started in, in Austria, I wasn't really all in, if that's if that's the it was the a more casual it. relationship. It was more with, casual with but, the language. But I remember the f- I still remember the first day of my first ever German language class. I hadn't, and this is when I was, I don't know, I think 21 or something like that, but I hadn't been that excited for a class in years. And it was funny because I, because I, in high school, in middle school, like I'd never been truly, I want to learn and I'm, you know, like, because, you know, in, in high school, basically you're, you're just given classes, sure. you know, whether, you're, whether you're interested or not. And the fact that this is something I want to do and I was passionate about, I was, I remember I was sitting there with my little notebook and the teacher walking and just being like so excited because I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, because you're also, you're literally doing something to change your life. Right. You like know, it's you're a new language. You're you know, in a new country, a new language. It, yeah. It's, it, yeah, I, I was all in. That's the only way I can say. Um, Very cool. Um, but yeah, so I, the first few months I just learned casually in, in Austria because at the time I didn't need German. It was more just a for a fun thing. It wasn't until... I moved to Berlin and decided to stay full time where German became more of a necessity rather than just uh, something sure. you just kind of um, did casually. But it, it, full disclosure for everybody, I, I've lived here quite a while and I am not 100% fluent, which I'm totally ashamed of. Yeah. Um, but um, my German um, <coughs> is uh, is fine for 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 work and for, for daily stuff. It's just... Um, um, there's certain subjects that I just didn't, because I, I didn't finish my uh, German course. That there's certain subjects I just don't know the words for. So yeah, I, I mean, so I get lost if people people talk about certain things. Or you know, talking about politics is very difficult for me as well. Right. Go, going to the bank is uh, can be very difficult as well. There's a lot of specific words. But oh would, yeah, like would, financial words, like or oh, yeah. med- medical words, like going to a doctor. I still do in English because I don't want any. Um, any loss in translation? Oh, I, I have I, my my doctor is uh, is German. I always just ask in German, like, am I good? Like, am, you know, am I am I safe to live? Oh, nice. You know, and I I just like just I got I got double thumbs up. I just gotta get double check a little thumbs up. Like, all right, you're good. You just gotta you know take some medication and and you'll you'll live. Yeah, no, you I, never know. They they could be telling me you know I have you know toe cancer or something, and I wouldn't know. So a few years ago, I I broke my arm. Yeah. And when leaving the hospital, they said, okay, you have to find a surgeon who's going to be the one who checks up on the arm, um, tells you, you know, how long you can wear the cast, when to take it off, etc. So I found a surgeon who lived down the street from me, and that's the reason I chose him, just because I was in pain and all I wanted was somebody who was 20 meters from my house. It makes sense. So I just chose the first, the closest person, and he spoke no English, which is fine, because like, you know, again, my, my German's fine, so I, I, can, I can go in and talk to him in general, and no problem. Uh, but there was one point where he told me, well, I didn't know at the time, but he told me in two, in two days, take off your cast. In you know, two, in, okay. Once a week I'm seeing him, you know, oh, okay. and he's updating me. And at one, mo- at one appointment, he says in two, in two days, take off your cast. Okay. 
again, I, I just misheard him because, you know, I'm not fluent. Yeah. And I, I heard two weeks. So the next time I saw him and I came in and my cast was still on and he freaked out because he said, wait, what are you doing? I told you to take the cast off. Uh, you know, this is going to uh, take longer with physiotherapy now because your arm has been longer stuck in one position, you know, like an, an atrophied, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so th- that's why from then on, I always do my doctor appointments in English just because I, I, I'm afraid of, I don't know, they tell, they tell you to take... 10 pills and I mishear them and I and I hear five instead, uh, even though like I, I'm good with numbers. I'm, I'm not, you know, my, my German is much better than that, but I'm just, just as like a simple example of, of where you can mishear something and it could really affect your life. So anyways. yeah, I mean, I mean, especially when you're, um, as something so intense and you're trying to get all the information at once and then, you know, you might mishear something because you're kind of over listening. Right. If that makes sense. Cause that happens to me sometimes too. I'll over listen and I'll make things kind of much of a mishmash in my head of what's happening. And then I get nervous. And then all of a sudden I miss the whole conversation. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, that's pretty normal. For me, it happens at least. Have you ever had any times out and about where, uh, where your lack of German really fucked you up? Like really? Um, no, I can't say I have to be honest. No, never, never really. You never, never had like a, a time, like a loss in translation time. Or I mean, there, there was one time when I first moved here, um, and I was registering at the um, Bürgeramt, the uh, what's that called? In yeah, like, like kind of like a city hall. <clears throat> yeah, like a city hall. I was registering there to say hello. I'm new. I want to. This is where I'm going to be. This is where I'm going to be living and everything. And I asked you, you know, what religion are you? And I told them, oh, I'm Jewish. And my friend was translating for me. Oh, right. And. She was telling me, oh, no, you, he said you can't be Jewish. <laughs> yeah. So so here I am, you know, first time ever in Europe, first time going to Germany as a Jewish person. And the first thing I heard from an official, you know, person is, you can't be Jewish. <laughs> and I was like, what do, you, what do you mean I can't be Jewish? <laughs> and so she asked him, like, what do you mean you can't be Jewish? And then he's like, oh, no, he can be Jewish. He just can't be Jewish here. And, oh, you mean on the form, like it's not an option on the form or what? No, like, and that didn't help me either. I can't, I can't be Jewish here. That, that didn't make me feel any better. And I asked her again, can you ask him what he means? I can't be Jewish here. And the whole reason was because you have, you have to pay a tax here, uh, a religious tax, if you want to. And um, Yeah, you don't have to. It's voluntary. It's right? voluntary. Yeah. And that's what he wants to know for taxes. And the whole point was there's no public uh, synagogue here in Berlin. So I couldn't register as Jewish in Berlin. He told me I could be Jewish in Frankfurt. Oh, so for, for tax purposes, you couldn't register exactly. as a Jew. Oh, yeah. Jesus. But when I, when I first heard that, it kind of it made, <laughs> made my heart sink a bit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I was really, um, I was a little flabbergasted then, but it was all right. It, it, I wound up being fine at the end. But I, yeah, that's really the only time I can, I can think about where it was a big miscommunication. Mm. I had a lot of, pro- like the, the first year, also when I lived in Vienna, uh, this happened to me where, and this is, again, this is like totally my fault is I would often, and I don't know why, but I would pretend I understood everything that somebody was tell, tell, telling me, even though I didn't, you know, like I, this is back. Like I, I'd been taking German class for like two months. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so like, I understood basic like counting and sure. how to order food or something, but I had so many times on, um, like train journeys between like Berlin and Vienna or something like that. I, I, I had one time, this is, this is so bad because Berlin to Vienna is like about it's about a twelve hour nighttime train ride, right? Is it that long? Well, I, I was taking oh. the cheapest possible version, and, and the reason it's that long is because 
they were also hauling freight cars and they would stop every two hours and then oh, okay. in a train yard. But it was like a 15 euro ticket or something like instead of, you know, 50. Anyways, I was 21 and I was broke. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. But so, but I was in, you know, and this is where it, it, it's not like an open train car with all the seats, right? These are separate little cabins that have, you know, the two little benches facing each other. So there's a bit like six people in each little cabin. If Again, you know like in like in Eurotrip. Right, exactly. Like Eurotrip. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and so it's nighttime, and it's just me and this one older German uh, gentleman, or maybe Austrian, I'm not sure. And he starts talk. He starts talking to me. When I, uh, yeah, I keep I keep hearing something too. It sounds like somebody. Oh, it's a person walking above you. Do you hear it? Right there. Oh yeah, they're moving or something. Okay. Okay. That's fine. We need to stop. So there's there's this older uh, German or Austrian gentleman in the in the cabin with me, and just out of like politeness or loneliness, you know, he starts he starts talking to me, and I have enough. German that I was able to, you know, pretend in the beginning, you know, yeah. but, but, but I, for some reason at the time, and I can't tell you why I didn't want to reveal, I didn't want to say like, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't speak uh, German. I don't know why I just like, I didn't want to like disappoint this old man. <laughs> so, but, but, but I immediately just pulled up this book in front of my face. I'm like, okay, don't talk. To so me. You, you were kind of hoping for one of these, um, just kind of like, oh, Hey, how you doing? Like, I, we're, we're done now. A quick exchange. Yeah. Prove I speak German. And that's it. No Vic- conversation. Victory for me. Yeah. Done. Everyone and wins. Then, yeah. Game so, over. But I pulled this book just so it, just try to get him to like, to not talk to me anymore. But every about hour and so he, he keeps trying to chime in. And he's like, I don't know. He's like seeing someone out the window or whatever. And he starts talking to me and he's asking me, oh, you, do you live in Vienna? Do, do you live, you know, luckily, like at the beginning, it's basic, basic enough questions that I could kind of answer. But I was giving one word answers. And I don't know if you've ever had this before. Where because of your lack of German, you're giving very basic answers just because you yeah, can't give a long answer. I still and, do that, and people kind of look at you like, "What's wrong with what? what you know, what, is, does he not like me? Is, is he antisocial? Is or, he a little simple? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's like, is, is he not all there? Um, and so I'm pretending and pretending, and then finally he just kind of like, I don't know what he was talking about, but he tells like his life story for like an hour, <laughs> where, where he's just going and going and going, and I'm just nodding and mm-hmm, yeah, oh yeah, oh, so cool. good. You I, know, I don't, I don't care for like a full hour, and then he asks, and then he asks me a question, finally, in which I don't understand a single word, oh. and there's this long, but and I and I just do kind of like uh, an awkward, mm-hmm, and you know, and smile, and. And he kind of, he's like, now he senses something's wrong. And so he asks the question again, you know, in like a certain look on his face. And so I just, I just decided, okay, yeah. So I gave a yeah. I gave a yes. What did you agree to? No. So, so what I could tell is that I had answered yes to a non yes or no question. Ah, okay. So he asked like, you know, well, who's your favorite actor? God knows what. And I'm just, I just said yes. <laughs> And then suddenly there's this like realization on his face that the person he's been talking to this entire train ride has been pretending to understand what he was saying. The poor guy. And it was, and I just, it was super awkward. And eventually uh, I got up to use the bathroom. I just never came back to the cabin. That was a smart move. But, Uh, um, but yeah, I was young and I was stupid, but, um, but yeah, eventually I learned if you really don't know what people are saying, you really have to tell them because you can. Yeah, you can agree. You can agree agree to things that uh, you don't want to be agreeing to. Yeah, um, 
I mean, that's never happened to me specifically. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, but I'm I, an idiot. So. I, I, I will tell you though the when you explain the when he asked you a question, you had that little that little pause. Um, I can say learn, speaking in German even now when my German's still pretty decent. I still hate questions because that's when like you're on the spot, you know. So right. Ask, and then all of a sudden you have to think, okay. Because I understood what he said. And you really got to think about what the actual answer is and what the actual question was as well. So it's a no, long, long pause. It feels so long. Mm. It's kind of like doing a podcast where we're not speaking for a little while. Right. It's a super long pause where we're doing a presentation in front of work or something. And uh, yeah, I get that all the time. Even now, you know, my girlfriend's dad will ask me a question. And when I pause, I feel like it's, you know, three hours in between when I talk. When Everyone's staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. So I still, um, I'm still not a fan of questions, but I mean... You gotta get over that at some point, don't you? <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah, the only way you're gonna get better, right? If um, now, if my girlfriend hears me say that, that you just need to practice, she'll give me shit because uh, she's always practice. No, she's she's always telling me the practice. It's just the um, the times that she wants to practice are kind of late in the evening after she's got home from work, and you know you're mm-hmm. tired. Oh yeah, and your 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 brain just it just can't can't handle the additional language i know this is, again this is such a cop-out but um, um it's a huge cop-out but i totally under, i totally understand what you're saying after work i don't want to i don't want to practice my german i want to you know watch tv and, and and chill right and and yeah and, and but i mean she's she's absolutely right i mean i i, I should uh i should practice more yes um I, that's just i just should practice more but you know yeah i mean i i, I feel the same way but um if I pass my B two test, I'm gonna I'm gonna chill for a bit. You're never gonna practice again. You're just gonna think, no, okay, I, mean, I got it all down. To be honest, I don't practice much anyway, so it won't, it won't make much of a difference. But I do try to speak a lot of German or more German than I used to, of course, because because I th- we, we touched on this I think at the beginning as we started talking. But I do think once you actually do know language, the city opens up a lot. Oh yeah, oh definitely, and and again, just just the responses you get from people, just. They're even if they're, even though they can tell you're uh, a, a foreigner, sure. There's like there's so much respect and just kind of like there's just like this smile on their face, mm-hmm. like like oh wow, like oh great, like and it you feels know. good. You know, if someone comes to me on the street and they ask where this certain street is or where something is, I can respond to them, let them know, and that feels good. You know, it makes me feel like I'm more part of the city as well because one, I know where that place is, and two, I can understand them and they can understand me, and I think that's kind exactly. of really nice. It's nice. It feels good. It makes you feel like you're part of the the, the big community giant community that is berlin and it's, it's kind of like a magic trick you have in your back pocket that other people don't you know what i mean yeah which which is not it's nice to be able to pull it out it's just like the, that extra tool you know that that you're just kind of happy you have yeah absolutely like do do you go to movies in german um no but that's not a language thing that's just as a as a movie guy, um, I I, I don't think we mentioned this, but, but I work in film. Uh, of course now this sounds, makes me sound so pretentious, but you sound really pretentious. I sound so pretentious. I'm just saying like, when I see a movie, I want to see it in its original format. I want the original version, original sound. It's the same. If I I saw a a Spanish movie, I want to see it with the original performance. Yeah. I I don't want some cheap, uh, voiceover guy who's Hey, to be, to be fair, Germany does a fantastic job of voiceover work work. But what I found funny, I don't watch movies in German very often or anything in German very often, to be honest. But what I find really funny is that every actor has their own personal voice actor. Right. Every movie Brad Pitt is in has his own German Brad Pitt. 
Brad Pitt stand-in, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's really cool. And I think they do a good job, but I, I always wondered if one voice actor is doing two actors and then the same movie. Or... I'm sure they do because it saves, them, it saves them money. But then what? It sounds like the same voice for two people? No, it, well, you can change his voice, you know. I can do like a hey, little voice like but this. Or... You, you, you can't change it because Zach already has his voice. He's been the voice actor for that. No, actor. no but I'm, I'm saying like maybe he voices like these small little characters, you know, with in the in the thing that has like two or three sentences of di- yeah, di- sure. dialogue, you know, because. Oh, you're speaking semantics now. You know, right. I'm thinking if Johnny Depp is his act voice actor and Brad Pitt is his voice actor. And oh, he's going to do in both. the same movie. No, no, probably no. no Ooh, not, I wonder. No, not like that. Yeah. I got, we got to Google that. See what's ever happened. It, it, it might have, but I doubt for like a big uh, blockbuster. But uh, but no, like I, I want to see. The, I'd rather see the the original movie with the original sound with subtitles. Oh, okay. I, I, like, I don't like dubbed films. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, no, I don't, I don't go to films in German, unless it's a German movie. Yeah. That was okay, filmed yeah. filmed in Germany with German actors. Then I'll see that. But I, I won't see like an American film that's been dubbed because, yeah, why would I? Yeah, make, yeah that makes sense. But I think that's about all the time we have. <coughs> Excuse me. And... That was a little cough from this, <laughs> from this scotch here. Actually, while, uh, while wrapping up, I think I'll uh, pour my little. What, what's your final? Uh, give me, a, give your me a, fi- your final small. verdict on this uh, Netto. What is it? Grangestone? Grangestone? Grangestone. Grangestone. I don't know why I'm making Highland single malt <laughs> scotch whiskey. I gotta say, um, the more I drink it, the less I like it. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Let me let me take a little another swig here. I don't hate it. It's just, it's not my favorite. It's got a rum cask finish. There's also just not much to it. it, it it's it, simple. It's like, I don't know. It's like the ba- the most basic of basic. You know what I mean? Like, it is just scotch. There's nothing else to it. Do you know is what this I mean? the, the, the Bud Light of scotch? It, yeah. That's, that, that's kind of like how I see it. It's like, well, it burns your throat for about like 1.5 seconds. Yeah. There's nothing to it flavor-wise. It's just, yeah. Yeah, but for eleven euros, like for eleven euros for Neto, this is yeah. fine. It's not, it's not going in my. It's not uh, making me throw up. It's not going in my decanter. Mm. That's staying in the bottle. No, it doesn't. But no, no I give it a nice solid. Uh, ooh, four out of ten, five out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on that too. Um, and before we're done, Jeff, yeah. I want to mention to everybody that if anybody has any stories oh. about them moving to a new country about them wanting to move to a new country, any questions, please feel free to send us a message on our Instagram. We don't have an email yet, but we will be getting one. Uh, our Instagram, which is Americans.in.germany.drinking. That's Americans.in.germany.drinking. Yeah, please send us your stories. We'll read them uh, on air. We'll let, we'll let, and if, you're, if your story is chosen, we'll let you know so you can get all your friends to, to come and listen. And yeah, we just love hearing stories of people, yeah. uh, you know, just uh, moving moving to Germany or anywhere else in Europe and just trying to find their way. And yeah, it's absolutely. Just, it's just fun to read. We'll put photos of the whiskey we're drinking um, and other things that we're talking about. Maybe I'll put a photo of my, um, my first living situation on there too real soon. Oh, oh, the uh, the cubby above the kitchen. The cubby above the kitchen. What would you call it? The cat box? Sure. Okay. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's really not good. <laughs> <laughs>